Welcome to Manifesting Wonder, a podcast for the divinely curious. I'm your host, Sam Perriard, guiding you back to your joy and childlike wonder so you can manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. These are conversations with an open heart and open mind with tangible tips on manifestation and spirituality with amazing guests, thoughts, and ideas where nothing is off limits. I know we're going to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for being here. Now let's begin. Welcome back to Manifesting Wonder. Thank you so much for being here today. Today is a new day, but this last week has honestly put me through the freaking ringer. And I'm not going to get too much into it right now <laughs> because it's I'm kind of just in the shit. I'm in the shit right now. And it's all good though because the person that I am today is a more self-aware, adjusted, stable human than I was a few years ago. Guys, I used to be one of those people that panicked over everything. And I have definitely experienced some panic and some anxiety over this last week. But, you know, this time in my life, I'm able to really look at this from a different point of view. And this last month and a half has honestly been the worst period of my life, like in a lot of ways but it could always be worse, which is kind of why, which is kind of why that I'm all right. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes it takes, I always hear people say, okay, well, you shouldn't compare, you know, if you're going through a hard time, just allow it to be there and don't compare to anybody else because somebody else has it worse. And, you know, because it can take away from your own, your own experiences. But in this instant how i've been able to reach for joy in some of the hardest moments of my life over these over these last couple of weeks over this last month especially over the last week like three or four really shitty ass things have happened to me over this last week and how i've been really able to reach for joy and come back to a place of faith is just understanding that like i have been in in a position before that was way harder to get out of and by harder to get out of i mean not because I had lack of resources, but because I had the lack of self-awareness and the lack of faith. So I'm in a place right now where a lot of things have been thrown my way that could have really crippled me. Even I had a friend recently tell me, I was on the phone after I had been sobbing all morning and she said to me, how are you not on the floor like half dying right now? And I was like, you know, I already did that. I already, you know, I already curled up and cried and let it all out. And now I'm here standing on my own two feet because I have so much trust in the universe. And I truly believe that the things that have happened to me over this last month and a half has been not a test, but like a testament to my growth because this is, it's crazy, some of the things. And I really want to get into it on another episode. I'm going to tell you guys everything that has gone down over this last month and a half. But there's a couple of things that I'm just wrapping up and I just need some time to process still. So I'm not going to totally get into it. Um, it's been hard. My heart is hurting a lot in a lot of ways. But, you know, this so many divine downloads have come through that I know I need to share, right? I feel like we grow through what we go through, which sounds very cliche, but it's true. And I feel like this wouldn't happen to me if I wasn't able to handle it. And I feel like 
that now I can hold space for people who are going through something similar or going through a really hard time. So this brings me to today's episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about transmuting fear into faith. So if you feel like fear kind of rules your life or your decision making, this episode is definitely for you. Or if you feel like fear has been something that has been creeping up for you, maybe you want to make a decision, but you're feeling a little bit scared, um, but you're also somebody who loves to to um, jump into their next level, right? <clears throat> and, you know, there is no reward without a little bit of risk. And sometimes we need to take some risks, get ourselves really uncomfortable so that we can reap the freedom that is available to us immediately after. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. I'm drinking mushroom coffee right now. So like it's by Harmonic Arts. Um, it's, you know, it's got like chaga, lion's mane, cordyceps, all the amazing things for the old brain. So I mean, <laughs> if you struggle with squirrel brain, I highly recommend Harmonic Arts. Um, I love it so much. So, so I'm a little bit like, <laughs> I didn't drink water. I'm drinking my coffee still. Um, if you are interested in harmonic arts, if you're interested in mushroom coffee, if you've ever heard of it, I'll just drop it in the show notes for you guys and you can check it out. It's a Canadian company. I absolutely love it. I don't drink one every day, but I definitely love to drink one while I'm podcasting because it helps me focus um, as I'm getting off topic. Anyways, okay, let's move on. Fear to faith. Let's do this. So when I was a little girl, actually I was about 12. So I moved, we moved out of my dad or out of my mom's house, my brother and I, when we were 11 and I moved in with my dad. My mom has struggled with alcohol addiction my whole life. Um, but she had moments where we did something fun or she had moments where, you know, she was, she wanted, she wanted us to have fun. She did care about us, you know, and I think that's something that some people don't understand. If you've never been involved with an addict, it's hard to understand that, you know, underneath the addict is still a human. Anyway, that's a whole nother topic. But in this case, we, my mom, my younger brother and I, she's like, we're going to go to nature's hideaway. So if you're, if you're from Alberta, you might know this place. I don't know where it is, honestly, because I was 12 when we went and I was probably like 14 the last time I went, but she's like, we're going to nature's hideaway. Okay. So this was probably the last vehicle my mom had probably didn't even have a license if I'm being honest. And she was drinking, drinking while, while driving, not just drinking and driving, while driving and this old old <laughs> this old rusty truck that she had was it broke down um my mom could not afford gas it was a stick shift that stuck and like three on the tree it was not nice like this thing was so old and we could have easily been stranded right but my mom's like we're going somewhere fun and something that i love to do growing up still love is swimming my brother loves swimming we're just such water bugs and she's like we're going to nature's hideaway it's this this is beautiful place there's cliff jumping there's a beach and there's it's into the river but the river um pools there so it's not fast we were we were obviously on board right and at the end of the day we still wanted to spend time and believe in our mom and whatever so anyways i don't know if any of you know this please reach out to me. If you are from Alberta and you know this, the answer to this, let me know because I do want to take my family here this summer. Um, there's, when we pulled up, the only way to get to the rock beach was to go around the fence and scale the side of the cliff. 
Okay. And I don't know if there is somewhere, <laughs> I don't know if there's somewhere else to get in because I know there is a campground. So I'm sure there is. But if anybody knows that, like send it my way. I have no idea. But anyways, my mom, not an organized person. This was before Google Maps and all of that. Like if you had Google Maps, you print or you would Google how to get somewhere and then you would print it off. Right. And she didn't do that either. Okay. <laughs> she, she knew word of mouth or some in some drunken place knew or some drunken encounter knew how to get there somehow okay so we're in this like rusty truck we break down a couple times i'm not sure there was a seatbelt. i have no idea i don't remember and we get to this place we pull up okay and she's like all right you got to go around this fence part and you got to scale the side of this cliff and as a 12 year old i was like 80 pounds you know four foot nine literally in grade seven i was four foot nine and so puny two puny tiny skinny little girl my brother puny tiny skinnier than me tiny um and then my my mom who has been drinking okay (laughs) this is not even this is not even the point i'm getting at but it's just so funny looking back now even though it's so dysfunctional and nobody should have to deal with this shit but we we get there we're okay we got to scale we had to hang onto the chain link fence with our stuff in like grocery bags, like no duffel bags, no backpacks, no snacks, like nothing, you know, nothing normal like that. And there's this, it's rocks that go down into the water. So to me as a 12 year old little girl who's skinny and tiny, it looks like there, I'm going to fall to my death if I don't hang on. So we're scaling, but we're so excited to get there. We're scaling the side of the fence. Mom's a little buzz. She's trying not to fall. You know, we got flip flops on. No great footwear. Obviously, no snacks, no water, nothing like that. We get there. We go. We climb down. Find our little place on the beach. Mom pops another beer open. We're there. We're having fun. It's great. You know, there's people everywhere. Dogs, families. So we swim around. We had fun, and then we noticed that. So the water is pooled. It's not a fast running part of the river. And people were climbing up the side of the hill and or cliff, I should say, on the other side, not where we climbed in, but another side and jumping off into the water. I was, oh my gosh, that looks like so much fun, but I'm terrified. So my brother goes up, my mom goes up, (laughs) I go up and Michael jumps off. Great. He does it. No problem at all. My mom's, my mom is, was the kind of person who she would not allow me to be fearful she was also the kind of person that would throw you in right instead of allowing you to chicken out which is for some bizarre reason i am thankful for it in a way but also like hell no i would never do that to my kid so anyway she almost she almost threw me in but i was like hell no you're not throwing me in there right and it was not safe to do that because if you throw somebody off of a cliff when they're not ready you're gonna freaking get hurt but basically what stuck with me is you know just jump like don't think about it and i would watch people scale the side of the cliff and i was pinned to the back i was pinned to this rock that was there in my bathing suit i was all wet dirty and people would just jump they would just go and i'm a very strong swimmer i love to swim You know, I know how to jump into water without getting water up my nose, all of the things. And obviously there was much bigger people jumping. They weren't getting hit on the bottom. There was scientifically, logically, no way that I could, you know, get hurt here, right? Unless I suddenly forget how to swim and somehow hit my head on the only rock that is sticking up out of the water and that nobody's seen. 
right? It was, there was no way there was, I was going to be fine. And so I remember sitting there pinned and I'm even feeling it in my body right now, feeling a little bit scared, like just channeling that, that day. And my mom jumped off. Okay. You know, drunk mom jumps off and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I remember just literally heaving myself off of this this cliff. I said to myself right before I jumped off, I said, all right, if I don't jump, if I hesitate, I'm going to hit the hit the back of the cliff, right? And I remember thinking the last thing I thought was suck the breath in right before I hit the water and blow out through my nose. And I was like, just do it. You will regret it if you don't go, if you do not jump. Have faith that the water is going to just stay there and not magically dry up below you. Have faith that the fact that you are a strong swimmer and I was an athlete, all of the things, I knew I could do it. I knew I could do it, but the fear of my body was keeping me scared. And that fear, I had a choice there that day. I had a choice to have faith in my abilities, have faith in myself, have faith that the water beneath me was going to catch me, or I could have stayed there scared and pinned myself to that rock, right? I could have stayed there scared and then to, to this day, I would regret it. To this day, I would have been like, why didn't I jump? You know, I, at this point in my life, something doing something like that isn't an alluring thing. When I was a kid, though, it was. I loved, loved getting a little bit scared just to do something fun. And if it had to do with water, I was in, right? So I knew that if I didn't jump that day, where else would I be holding myself back, right? And this lesson has carried with me forever because every time I feel like, I'm too scared to do something or what if I fail or I'm doubting my own abilities or, you know, what if the water dries up below me and I crash and die? Whenever I feel that way, I lean into faith. I lean into faith that everything is going to be all right. You know, there is a much different, there's a very different energy between real danger and just the fear you know, and sometimes this comes up when if, you know, our, if we fear that we're not enough, we fear that everything that we've learned is not enough. So this also kind of reminds me, it's not, this isn't really a fear versus faith thing, but it's kind of almost like the same ridiculous concept is that when you're at the airport and you suddenly, you're going through security and suddenly you're like, oh my God, what if I have a gun? <laughs> never held one in your life. What if I have drugs? You know, it's, it's almost that in a way, like suddenly out of nowhere, you suddenly don't have the skills or suddenly, you know, metaphorically have a gun. <laughs> this is not going to happen, you know? So it kind of, it comes back to that same concept of leaning into your faith, leaning into the abilities that you know you have. The universe will always catch you. It is the same thing. So going through, going through this shit that I'm going through right now, I'm experiencing the most immense loss in a short period of time. When you experience loss and it kind of happens, it trickles through your life. It's one thing, but when you get hit literally four times in three weeks, it's hard. Five times in three weeks, it's really, really hard. And what's really interesting about it, though, in my case right now, is that. I felt after the last blow, I felt this sense of relief, physical relief off of my chest. I felt like a pressure had been, you know, pulled off. I felt like there was something writhing in my gut that I didn't even really know was there other than when I look back, the 
the panic I was having for a few months. But I felt it lift. I felt it physically and energetically move. And all I could think about in my head was the universe is literally moving things out of my way because my my divine purpose is is coming to me now. And this morning I was reading in my journal about all the things I've been calling in over these past few months. For some reason, I was drawn to read my journal, which I do time and sometimes, but it's a lot of affirmations and it's kind of the same sort of repetitive things. Well, maybe it isn't. I don't really know. Anyways, I opened my journal and everything that I have called in, freedom, joy, um, my authentic truth, speaking on stages, workshops, money flowing to me easily happens, is happening. And my people are finding me suddenly, right? I've had all this stuff clear out of my life recently and I'm getting so many random messages from people, one I have never talked to and people who I haven't talked to in years and suddenly some of my content is doing really good and some suddenly people are asking me about the podcast and things like that, right? And it's because that this energetic shift that I've had, which logically speaking, never made sense. You know, it's like, how can, you know, how can just something moving out of your life make room for something else when it's not even a physical thing? Because energy, it's energy, just like everything else. You know, every single thing is made up of energy, right? Down to our smallest particle, subatomic particles is basically the probability of existence. It is, it's made up of energy. It is energy. So when something falls out of your life, when somebody falls out of your life, when you experience loss and heartbreak and people leave and shit feels like shit and it's surprising and it's jarring and it hurts so fucking bad, it's because there is something better waiting for you on the other side. That is the truth. Always, always, always. And if you're finding that hard to believe, that's so, that is totally fine. That is okay. So, and affirm, if you are going through loss right now, please reach out to me and just, if you feel called to, reach out to me, say hello. I would love to support you during, during this time because I'm, I'm in the shit. I'm sitting in it. I'm fucking walking through it. It sucks. But the thing is, is like, I have such unwavering faith for you for me, for everybody else, when we inevitably go through these losses, that the polarity of life is so necessary because without the dark, we can't even really notice the light. And that's such a beautiful concept to me. Without our hard, hard days, we don't even have the opportunity to to really lean into our faith, to understand that the universe always, always has our back, even if it really sucks and feels like shit. And this was my version of rock bottom. I hit a low that I haven't hit in a very, very long time. Such an ego hit, all of the things, you know, I almost felt like turning outwards and blaming people and lashing out. But as I mentioned sort of in my last episode, right, it's it's better to just mess out, embrace the mess and just let it out, whether it's crying, whether it's getting angry, whether it's laughing, finding ways to make yourself laugh. So this is what I'm doing right now to heal. And it's such a beautiful experience and so many amazing things are coming out of it. And I'm excited for the next steps. And I'll definitely share right now too in a minute what my next steps are. And they're very exciting. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. But right now what I'm doing to heal 
through this incredibly terrible, tough time for my life is giving myself grace, which sounds like bullshit, cliche stuff, but I was like, forgive myself for all the mistakes I have made, for the things that didn't work out, instead of self-depreciating. My go-to, something I have had to train myself out of, is self-depreciation. So telling, speaking down to myself. And I got through the whole speaking down to myself a couple of years ago. I stopped doing it, you know, and when it, when it would come up, I was able to kind of stifle. But over this last month and a half, I have been talking like shit to myself, calling myself names, calling myself a loser, telling myself I hate myself, you know, and it's no wonder that I have been manifesting even more hardship, (laughs) but maybe it had to happen. Maybe I had to go through this in order to reap the absolute amazing abundance on the other side. So right now what i'm doing is obviously like i said giving myself some grace allowing myself to heal and rest a bit because i'm so freaking exhausted just tired and mentally drained leaning into the things that make me happy and joyful so i love 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 personal development i read a lot of books i read i read every single day right i'm reading rich dad poor dad i have on audible i have the four agreements and then i read a novel every night but i was gonna go for my walk the other night and i saw the four agreements. And I was like, frick, do I ever not want to listen to that right now? (laughs) Such a great book, but I'm just like, no, I need to laugh. So I downloaded Seth Rogen's book. It's called Yearbook. You guys, (laughs) I'm cracking up. It is so funny. It is so freaking funny. I'm dying. (laughs) Like (laughs) the first minute I was cracking up so hard. So I realized that, you know, in order to create a life that I love and and want and feel free and joyful and the things that I obviously preach all the time and how I know that my innate, my, let me think, my homeostasis is joy, right? How to get back to that place is not by feeding into the, the corrupting thoughts that are coming through my mind, not listening to hateful things on the internet or scrolling through news or anything like that. What it is, is I need to find things that make my life joyful, right? So moving my body, right? I had an amazing workout yesterday and I'm sore today and it just reminded me how grateful I am for my body to move. I'm alive. I'm here. I'm living. My heart is beating in my chest, right? The sun has been out. It's been beautiful getting in nature every single day as usual, Um, enjoying my own company, sitting back and having a bath and a tea and just spoiling myself. And by doing this, by spoiling myself, by treating myself with love and kindness and not talking down to myself, my life is absolutely turning a new leaf. I feel it. I feel the, the universe moving quickly for me. So my next steps are... I, as you know, if you've been following the podcast for a while, I host workshops, so I'll be doing lots more of that. The girls at the last workshop said they would come every week if I did one, so I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like, Um, but I really, really want to help you get to a point where joy is your homeostasis, where when you go through something hard, you instantly start looking through looking for the joy, looking for the things that to help you to move through the pain, to not resist the human experience and just really embrace everything that comes and be happy and healthy along the way, you know, have fun along the way. So that is the goal. 
And then I'm leaning more into my speaking career. So I took a course last year called Mic Drop Workshop. Um, if you're interested, I do have a link. I can just drop it in the show notes if you are interested in Mic Drop Workshop, if you've ever thought about becoming a speaker. Um, if you have a message or a story you want to tell on stage, seriously, speaking is so impactful. And I realized lately that, man, I love speaking. I love podcasting and I'm leaning more into that. Here's the thing. I was so scared um, to lean into that big dream because it seems huge right? So here again, leaning more into my faith with that my story, it wouldn't be on my heart if it wasn't supposed to happen. Being a speaker is something that I've always wanted to do along with the other things that I love, which is dancing and singing. So doing more of the things that I love every single day is what attracts more abundance into your life and my life my life. So (laughs) just remember on one last little final note, is that bravery is not the absence of fear. Bravery is showing up anyway. Bravery is leaping anyway, even when you're scared because your fear is normal. The most growth happens on the other side of fear. We are so, so lucky to have that in our bodies, right? We can sense real danger. When we are, you know, if somebody's chasing you down the street with a knife, that's danger. That's normal fear. Run take action and run, run, bitch, run. (laughs) But when it comes to making an investment or moving or pivoting in your life or trying something new, if it feels fearful because of the what ifs, what if this doesn't work out? What if I, what if it's too risky? What if people judge me? What if I lose my money, right? When that comes up, but what if it all works out? Or what if by the, the minimum you learn something. You learn something that will last a lifetime. How much abundance is that? Right? So taking those perspective shifts, let's transmute this fear into faith and have a life that you're absolutely loving, you're absolutely proud of. So I actually will drop a couple of those links in the show notes. But if you are somebody who is interested in becoming a speaker, um, just let me know because I would love to just tell you about Jess. She's awesome. Um, And we're in, she's got a Facebook community and everything like that. So it's been amazing and it's been inspiring me so much to tell my story on stage. So if you're somebody, if that resonates with you, girl, reach out. Let's do this together. And I will catch you next week on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Manifesting Wonder. Happy manifesting. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please take a screenshot and share it out on your Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Sam Perriard with an underscore so I can keep the good stuff coming. I will catch you on the next episode.